Welcome to Pocket Change, brought to you by the Making Sense podcast. This series consists of short, sharp episodes, either covering a technical topic or giving you an understanding of a recent event in the news. This is where we make it all make sense. Kick back, relax and enjoy. However, remember this is not financial advice. Please do your own research or get help from a certified financial advisor. As always, thank you for listening and enjoy the episode. Hello, 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 hello. <sighs> I've been needing to put for a long time, for a very, very long time. Glad to be back doing what I enjoy doing, which is podcasting, giving information to you guys. If you're a new listener to Making Sense, and therefore a new listener to Pocket Change, you may not know who I am. My name is Jay. Um, I'm part of the pod. Um, yeah, um, life kind of got in the way so i haven't been able to record for some time however you know thank thanks to amazon i've been able to get the equipment i need to record from home like everyone's doing most things from home or not and yeah today's episode is going to be on a technical topic uh, one that you would have heard about either directly or indirectly recently and it is futures contracts and what they are so at a very base level, because we want this to be quick and sharp, just so you to understand if you hear this term, what they're talking about. A futures contract is kind of in the name. Hint, the hint is in the name. It's a contract to buy a particular underlying asset at a future date, uh, at a future price and quantity. So very simple example. A barrel of oil may be £100 now. You don't want to buy that barrel of oil or you, you won't need it for another six months. But you don't know what the price of oil could be. It could be, it could go up to 200 pounds. It could go down to 50. But say you believe it's going to increase or could increase. You could lock in a contract to only have to pay 100 pounds at six months, regardless of what the price is. So in six months time, if it now turns out that the price of oil is now 120 pounds, you still only pay 100. You make a saving of 20 pounds. Essentially, this is done for one of two reasons. To hedge or to basically protect yourself from an uncertainty or a risk. So you take a position that will move or you buy into an asset that will move in the opposite direction to what that bad news may be. So if you are a producer and you use oil and you don't want to run the risk of having to you know, pay increased charges in the future, you want to secure, have some certainty in what your costs are going to be, you could enter into a futures contract and know that, okay, I'm always going to pay £100 regardless of what the price is in the future. And the price of your contracts um, are quite technical. There are a number of considerations that go into the calculation of them. Um, and the second kind of use of these contracts is by speculators or people that are essentially trying to make money, traders. And it's a way for them to bet on the future price of assets and whatnot. And, you know, these contracts can then be traded on before they are executed. So say, you know, before that six months time, you're still holding that futures contract. After three months, the value of that futures contract will have a certain value depending on what the market thinks of it. You may be able to sell it at that point and make a profit then, or even come out of a loss then, depending on the way it's moving. And that's essentially what a futures contract is. And the best way to think of them is it's a way of the market trying to take a guess or a bet on when they think the underlying asset is going to go. So if futures contracts are losing their value, then the spot value or the current value, um, you know, it's signs that they that may be going down in the future. So if you're a holder of it, you'll know, you know, it'll give you a sense as to where the market thinks your asset's gonna go. 
why I say you may have heard of it is because uh, recently in the news uh, there were big big headlines and a lot of attention uh, to the fact that the price of oil in America or WTI West WTI West Texas crude I believe which is the leading oil in America we have Brent crude over here um, but over there it's uh, West Texas uh, the price of the May future contracts, so the contracts that would be executed or, you know, the, the asset and monies would be exchanged at that date. Uh, so contracts that were to be executed in May, the price of them fell to around minus $40 per barrel, um, which is the first time in history that's ever happened uh, in oil, uh, that effectively producers of oil were willing to pay their customers effectively to take the goods off their hands. Now, that is a crazy 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 thing to think of um to be in business and have to pay your customers to take the goods off you off your hands and that's mainly because they're running out of storage so they produce oil producers i say they oil producers will have you know a set number of uh barrels they produce on on, on a daily basis and generally that's done to maintain price at a certain level or certain optimum level as many oil producers need prices to be at a certain level to be profitable just because of how costly it is to extract oil um well some of the ways are there are you know i think shale oil which is the kind of oil that is produced in america i believe is cheaper to produce um but don't quote me on that i'm definitely just research on that but anyway you know that was a crazy thing and the main cause of that and reason why that was such a news uh, headline is that it was mainly driven by you know two things covid19 and the fact that the oil industry has kind of been you know struggling since from what i looked at from maybe like february time prices on future contracts were declining but this was a massive sharp decline uh, based on the fact that you know these contracts were coming to an end and there was nowhere to put the product so it's like we'll pay you to take it off our hands because we have nowhere to put it ourselves you know um i read in the economist an article where they're talking about oil being stored on boats that have these floating barges of oil just floating everywhere and they're getting full as well now so it's a big big issue simply because covid19 and therefore social distancing has dramatically reduced demand uh, cars aren't driving planes aren't flying um you know there'll be a number of i imagine other uses of oil, of oil that just you know aren't there and even the people that are still using oil probably aren't buying as much or definitely trying to negotiate as good a price as they can uh, because everybody's quite cost conscious at the moment you know companies and i think people should be too um and they want to try and preserve their cash or you know what, what it may be so you know it, it's, it's it's interesting um prices did uh, correct themselves and i think they're back up to around 12 dollars a barrel now but you know that's still a downward trend from where they were you know a few years ago and definitely as i say from the beginning of february so it's going to be interesting to see um the oil industry was already under pressure from the issues between russia and saudi arabia america and saudi arabia slash iran um you know you've got the kind of shift towards electric vehicles with tesla and most you know major car companies looking at that um whether or not they continue to do that in this current climate or whether they cut those projects is yet to be seen um but yeah it, the future of oil you know long term is always kind of we know we're going to have to get rid of oil and look for more sustainable climate friendly ways of producing energy and you know and doing the things we do with oil but i think you know things like this 
will accelerate that. But that's definitely what it looks like out there. So yeah, you know, a couple of things on this episode. Um, you know, what a futures contract is, kind of how they're used and by whom, and a little bit into what's happening in the oil market and how it's related to the current pandemic we're facing and the social distancing that they're putting in place to deal with it. Um, you know, as much as social distancing is going to save lives and, you know, and we get it, there are a number of other lives it's going to impact and this is a case where we're seeing it. A number of people, a lot of people are employed in the oil industry or industries that derive from the oil industry. Um, you know, truckers and all those kind of guys, where there'll still probably be a, a job for those because I'm sure Amazon will still be hiring people. But yeah, we'll, we'll see how, you know, how this pandemic and the response to it is going to further shape the economy. And that's what's happening at the moment. But yeah, quick one. Hope you enjoyed it. As I say, these will cover uh, technical topics or recent news events that either we deem interesting or you ask us to cover. So feel free to get interactive and tell us what you want to hear and we'll cover it. Yeah, I hope you enjoy. Please give your feedback, continue to rate, share, subscribe. We'll be coming back with new content on Making Sense very soon. We're just trying to get Zoom working. Basically, it's my laptop. It's not working at the moment. I'll take the blame. But yeah, we're going to get a Zoom going for Making Sense. Um, we've got some suggestions. And shout out to Jen for this. So this is a, this Pocket Change series is a series we trialed out maybe a year ago. And I think I had a different name for it. I think we had it, called it Quick Sense or whatever. And Jen wrote in and said we should call it Pocket Change. So that's where the name came from. So shout out to you, Jen. We appreciate your contribution as always and your support. Um, yeah, and we'll be delivering these every so often, definitely after major news events uh, and every so often when we feel there's a particular technical term being discussed um, so that, you know, you can go and do your research into it and understand why. And, you know, as I say, if you do hear these things in passing, they won't seem as foreign to you. So yeah, hope this uh, helps you. Hope you enjoyed it. I hope it informed you and I hope it helps you make better financial decisions. Take care. Peace.